To our new listeners, welcome. To our old listeners, welcome back. Another episode of Magical Education awaits you. But first, we would like to say a few words. Sorry, I fucked it up. I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> Sorry, my phone went off and that distracted me. I just got to put it on silent real quick. <laughs> okay, I let's see start your face um, when you did that. I could like feel it. <laughs> the panic in my eyes. I'm like, oh god. Okay, <sighs> doing it again. <sighs> Fuck. What is it? Twenty welcome, right? Okay, good. I should really write this down. The only sounds drifting from Hagrid's hut were the disdainful shrieks of his own furniture. Ah! <laughs> Wait, that sound that's a bit more startled. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's not disdainful. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what disdain sounds like. <laughs> It's it's hard to make a disdainful shriek because a shriek to me sounds a bit more like shrill and like terrified or outright out, outraged, whereas disdainful is like mournful and slow. So it's a bit of a juxtaposition there. <laughs> oh, oh. That's it. That's a disdainful shriek. <laughs> Not a great start to the chapter. Well, I mean, it really fits in with the tone of the entire novel, I think. This chapter really exemplifies what mm. Harry Potter and the portion of what looked like a large pile of ash is really all about. And we know what that means. Yeah, there's no need to go into the book itself. We know what the book's about. This is about the chapter. Yeah, it was one of the most important books. <laughs> important? I don't know why I emphasised the M. Anyway, continue reading. <laughs> Ron was standing there doing a kind of frenzied tap dance. Oh, dear. I don't want to tap dance. <laughs> He's given in to the capitulations of the spiders. The spiders are making you tap dance. Fancy. Is that the right word? I don't even know what that sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I say big words and then immediately doubt myself. I use long words to convey erudition. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't tell you what it means so let's just move on and hope it was correct during a frenzy tap dance has he been hit with tarantagula or something like that I think it's more nervous energy he's waiting for Harry to emerge out of the storm and like to burn off his excess energy he's just he's just got to do a frenzied tap dance sometimes you just have to tap dance yeah I, I understand that I used to do tap dancing as you remember um and it overcomes you. <laughs> it was the solemnity with which you said that. <laughs> it overcomes you. <laughs> All right. Well, you're the expert, I guess. <laughs> he saw Harry... I suppose so. It's interesting that he starts, like, he immediately begins to eat Hermione's family when he sees Harry. So it's mm. Harry's appearing out of the storm-lashed grounds that's triggering this event in Ron. Yeah. It could be a, a comment on toxic masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> could it? <laughs> Do you think so? You know, the need for men to perform for other men to show that they are worthy of value. 
<laughs> what kind of performance is eating Hermione's family? <laughs> I dominance. think you're, uh, you're. That's a bit of a reach. Established dominance. It's a power. It's a power move. Definitely a power move. If I saw someone doing a kind of nervous tap dance and then they realized that I was there and they instantly started eating a family, I mean, <laughs> I would feel threatened. <laughs> Maybe I'd just turn around and walk back into the storm, bump into my ghost. <laughs> Ron's Ron shirt was just as bad as Ron himself. <laughs> this is my favorite sentence <laughs> from this chapter. Um, <laughs> Just for the overuse of Ron. <laughs> I've got another favourite sentence that I'll point out when we get to it. <laughs> I really like this sentence because it reminds me of a, a, an idea that I've had and some of my friends have had too of, what if Harry Potter was the same, everything was the same, but everyone was called Ronald Weasley? <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be confusing and difficult to read. <laughs> But I just really love, like, the idea that the series is still the same, but everyone's just called Ronald Weasley. And it's just, it just, it's really funny to me somehow. And I really wish it was a thing. Okay. <laughs> maybe, um, maybe I'll write that fan fiction one day. <laughs> yeah, we'll thanks. see how unintelligible it is. That's what I choose to believe. It's got his name and a list of all the things he's ever done wrong. It's Ron's wrong, wrong shirt. No. Ron's wrong, <laughs> Ron shirt. So the clump, I always thought clump was referring to dancing, like because Ron's doing his frenzied tap dance. And Hermione's like, if you can't join in happily, Harry, I'll be aggressive. That's a confession. But you're meaning like, if you two can't clump together. Yeah. And to make, like, a happy lump. Yeah, well, because clumping isn't a dance move. You're thinking of crumping. Oh, I am <laughs> thinking of crumping. God, I'm such a fool. No! <sighs> um, I mean, it could be a typo on JK's part, but I just prefer to think of it as a working together sort of... Um, maybe it's British slang. Like... Clump. Maybe. It could be something like, um, watcher or something that I never understood what that meant. Apparently it's just like some kind of greeting. Or how they use- like, Just like, this is a weird word <laughs> that Tonks keeps saying for no reason. Or how they use like pants to mean undies. Cause like that's so- <laughs> as, a, as an Australian, <laughs> pants are just like, you know, jeans, shorts, whatever you're wearing, but they all exclusively yeah. use it in Harry Potter to mean underwear, which is a British thing. <laughs> You mean underie dudes? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, sorry, of course. I forgot the, the national <laughs> language. Underie dudes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in Harry Potter, underie dudes are called pants. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the stupidest thing I've ever said. What about Ron magic? And then he turns into a giant canary and Harry's like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like thinking about birds. Yeah. Hmm. I think that's what happened. He wants to think about Ron. <laughs> he wants to think about magic Just and how it's very good. The two thoughts of Harry James Potter are magic, it's very good, and Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's- I can't even argue with that. That's 100% canon.
Locked, said Mr. Staircase, the shabby-robed ghost. They looked at the door. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I didn't read this ahead of time, so I keep rediscovering sentences <laughs> and getting bowled over by them. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> it's going to be very hard for me to just not lose my shit. They looked at the door, screaming about how closed it was and asking it to be replaced with a small orb. The password was beef women. <laughs> wow. Beef women. Hamani cry. Also interesting that Voldemort raised his eyebrows. Confirmation that Voldemort has eyebrows, which is weird because he's bald and has a snake head. I just assume he pencils them on. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. It's so simple. Like, I, like he does, like, two little ones that meet together at the middle. Like, they're all frowny, like... <laughs> like, angry eyebrows. Angry yeah. eyebrows. <laughs> Voldemort pencils those in every morning. It's a shame Harry can't see them at the moment. No, yeah, honestly it is. I reckon they're, like, they're twins, not sisters. I reckon he's perfected the art of penciling his eyebrows. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Well, you know, for all of his flaws, Voldemort's at least an icon in that one regard. (laughs) Not so handsome now, thought Harry, as he dipped Hermione in hot sauce. The Death Eaters were dead now, and Harry- (laughs) 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 I keep getting, like, punched by the end of sentences before I can read them aloud. (laughs) Hmm. Oh, sorry. Time for lesbians to go. Turn that off.